Hey everyone, welcome to the Magical Healing the World podcast. My name is David, here with my lovely wife, Miss Megan. Hey you guys. And wow, we are, we could not be more filled with joy about this episode. I personally feel like this is going to be one of our best podcasts, if not our best podcast episode ever. Uh, We've just had the most divine, transformative experience traveling to the Amazon jungle and training with the masters of the masters of the masters of ayahuasca, of the ayahuasca shamans in the jungle. It is mind-blowing. Uh, the stories from the... the no, the growth. I oh can honestly God. say that I grew tremendously. Yeah, Megan's a different person. I also grew to unimaginable levels that I didn't think I could even grow to. Um, from the deepest levels of some a scary exorcism of a demonic witch, which we're going to get to that, to um, me actually being given specific instructions and tests that ayahuasca had me go through to find my limit, my mental, physical, spiritual um, emotional limit of my strength and then to grow even stronger from that. I mean, it's, it's hard to put into words, but we're going to try. So we're going to take you day by day on this, uh, on this adventure. It was two weeks. Uh, we did a total of combined, uh, 13 ceremonies between us. Um, so yeah, we stayed with our, and no, no, we can't leave this part out. (laughs) I was told that, we were going and we were doing three ceremonies. Okay. So that was what I was prepared for. So yeah, I just had to say that first. So the 13 was a bit of a surprise. I want to preface this with, we could not possibly be more grateful for our greatest teacher in this moment. Um, Danilo Jimenez. He is a master shaman. He's been working with the medicine for over 20 years in the Amazon jungle just an incredible human being. I can't put it. Well, he's Holy not even a human. Powerful. Holy anointed soul. He is a being of light. Mm-hmm. He is angelic. And oh, he is. And he's so much fun to be around. I he, love him. And he's very gifted. He's a musician. He's a tenor. He's a tenor, Colombian tenor. So he, he like sings the best of the best top opera. I mean, and hearing him in ceremonies. otherworldly. Oh, it is For, amazing. It's so different than any other ayahuasca ceremony. Ever ever that we've gone to and we've been to several different ones now and it's very unique and they're all amazing but it's very unique and amazing yes he um yeah it's it's just otherworldly and those of you that have experienced ayahuasca with us you know that he's the one that we've worked with and anyone that has experienced the magic and then and the power he brings into the ayahuasca ceremonies it is you can't put the experience into words one very different thing is he works with Christ energy. The yeah. whole ceremony Christ is Christ centered. It's centered around Christ, it's Mother Mary. It's not like religious. It's not religious. It's not the indoctrination. We, we, ain't, we ain't into the religion, it's those not. of you that know. It's, it's, it's working with that energy. Correct. It's not and the fear based bullshit. And I'm telling you, you have to experience it because when you are working with that energy, you are oh seeing profound gosh. miracles and profound healing. I, I have had profound healing. Like, I am not even the same person that I was before this trip. And you know what? I had intuitively felt that that was going to happen, which I was a little nervous about doing three ceremonies. So you can only imagine. (laughs) But we had to point that out. I mean, we've done ayahuasca with other shamans and, and they're all beautiful and they're all supposed to be whatever they're supposed to be. But never will I, 
it's a whole nother spiritual experience when, when the way he brings that energy of Christ into the ceremony and it's just, it, there's nothing like it and it's holy and it's what is going it's to heal the works. world. Yeah. It works. It works at the deepest level. Anyway. I am, com- I am healed. You know, they say, you know, oh, you're never, your whole life you're searching for healing, you're never completely healed. But I don't I agree with want- that. I don't either, but I, I, maybe it's just so you like don't get overwhelmed with like, oh my God, I'm not healed because my journey took me over 30 years. You know what I mean? So maybe it's mm-hmm. like, uh, but for me, I just want to tell you that I have finally reached it after that many years and trying everything. I have reached it and for the first time I'm sleeping. We'll get into all these things. Yeah, we'll get into all these things. Okay. I just wanted to preface it with we're so grateful for Danilo, his wife, Mary, his family. We, we uh, Before the jungle, we were able to stay with his family. Um, his mother makes the best oh salsa I've ever had in my entire life. His mother oh, is a earth angel. my gosh. Yeah. So let's kick it off. Um, <laughs> I, I want to get right to the jungle, but I want to preface it with when we got there, Danilo, uh, and Danilo is like the epitome of unconditional love and non-judgment too. He's such an amazing teacher. Um, but when we got there, he had this all set up. He was like, no, we're going to sit with the medicine first. We're going to sit with the medicine to prepare you for the jungle. Yeah, yeah. He was like at his place and I was like, are you shitting me? I was like, oh no. So we sat with him in a private ceremony the very first night, which was really beautiful. Hold on. No. Why are you leaving all of these things out? So, okay. So he invited us to the ceremony and he prefaced it by saying. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? He prefaced it by saying that it was going to be just a light, gentle, soft night. And like usually whatever he says is like what happens, right? So again, that's what I'm prepared for. Like it's not going to be, oh, it's going to be a short night too. It's not going to be a long night. It's going to be just soft you know <laughs> yeah he said oh it's 555 huh? and I um, yeah he said uh yeah he's like yeah you know just to kind of get you into it just gentle soft night that wasn't what mother ayahuasca had in mind for us especially well, for not megan me. not for megan um so we drank the medicine and danilo played his incredible music and he his did brother, uh, fabian, his violinist. brother fabian is the best violinist i've i've never seen one even better on tv he's amazing um so his brother was there playing music beautiful ceremony but super intense megan tell him about your experience with this i, mean, night. I don't know because i did so many dang ceremonies over there and every single one of them were intense for me they're 633 every mm-hmm. single one of them were intense for me so it's kind of hard i just remember it like it's the physical discomfort with it you know like and beyond just nausea i mean like oh gosh when you're ayahuasca from the medicine you're feeling ayahuasca real sick and and beyond just like nausea like uh People that have experienced it will know what I'm talking about. It's hard to explain so, it. Your body, everything. But that also is a sign that the medicine is, the, excuse me, the medicine is working on something very deep. So it's a good thing. But when you're going through it, sometimes it's just, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. So that first night and, you know, Megan's had so many, so many layers of healing. There was just a little bit left, which we didn't know that it was a entity. Uh, we'll get to that yeah, in the next night. I mean, yeah. No, demonic. it was, it was a demonic witch and we so, actually have photos, but that's yeah. a whole nother thing. I'm trying not to jump ahead. This is so you exciting. Guys, it's crazy. But, and guess what? My higher self, my intuitively, I felt that too. I was like, David, do you think that like I'm gonna have like an exorcism there? Because sometimes I would like feel like not in control of my vessel. Like my mood would just change, and I don't know, y'all. It was just insane, and I just intuitively was concerned about that, you know. So I had a little bit of fear going into it, but obviously, if there was something like that, I won that out. And I and I guess I say that because I had had 
I've had like six pulled out of me at this point, but nothing like this. Like into the, yes, they were, but this was like the deepest, like, mm, we'll get into this later. Um, but yeah, it's a real thing, y'all. And it's important to know, uh, we're not, you all already know Megan's story, so we're not getting into the details of it right now. But, you know, this is why it's layers and layers. When you're talking about someone that has been abused at different levels from the age of what, seven, eight years old, all the way up to By late 20s. Different so, I mean, that's what, 20 years of physical, sexual, emotional abuse. In my 30s, it was not good whenever our, my biological father came to my life. And I'm going to leave it at that. But it was not good and he was not stable. So the point of all that Period. is there's so many layers to healing which is why it's important to be gentle and patient with yourself. And Megan has done so much healing work. This last layer, the Amazon experience rocked it out of her. So getting back to that first night, that first night when the medicine is working, especially if you have gut issues, if you have gut, which a lot of, I know a lot of well, people I have. I had a hysterectomy, you guys, because I had so, oh God, I was just lifelong sick. If you don't have, if you've never heard my story, go back to episode one and two. Yeah. And, you, you know, then you can get caught up on that. Um, yeah, so that first night, it was a lot of working in her stomach, getting that nausea. Uh, that nausea was happening. It was a lot of deep healing there. And she got super cold. Here's something to know uh, on an ayahuasca. When you get deeply, deeply cold. Something in you is dying. Something in you is dying. It's always good. Just know that too. Everything that happens in ayahuasca is for your highest good and is for is happening it's for so you. It's a rebirth and a new you. Right. So something was dying within her. And it also means angelic yes. beings are around. Correct. And I learned that from Mary. Yep. Yep. Mima Mary. And and I've had that happen several times. The times that have been the most profound for me are right when I'm like freezing. Like I've been where there's mm. a big fire like right there and everyone's hot and I'm like freezing. So, but it does mean that higher frequency angelic beings are there working on you. I mean, you definitely feel it, you know, and it's profound. So that was uh, pretty beautiful in the way of healing in that first night. And I also got pretty strong feelings that I was going to somehow have to do some pretty deep work on Megan also the next night. I didn't but know also what it that night, we just have to end yeah, yeah, that yeah. one by saying it wasn't a short night. No, gosh, that ended up, Danila was like, yeah, just maybe one cup and three. I had four. Y'all yeah. had three and he gave me four. <laughs> okay, what? But you know what? The path to healing, there's a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, you're just gonna heal this you're time. Gonna, you're gonna heal. You're gonna go heal deep layer. <laughs> so anyway, so that was the first night, very intense, um, but private and small. Now it was an amazing concert. Well, it was like a private concert between yeah. him and his brother. That part oh was gosh. like incredible. Yeah. I feel so blessed, or I don't like the word blessed. I remember I'm trying to learn etymology. No, there's other meanings, but anyway. Um, I just felt so, it's like an honor, you know, to yeah. be able to sit in their presence like that. And they're just so gifted. Fabian and Danilo are so gifted. They're also on our new website, which we'll talk about at the very end, but they're both on it. And Fabian and Danilo are just, there's nothing like them. Um, so the second ayahuasca night, this is the big one. This was one of the big ones. Oh, I was almost like, which one was it? And then I'm like, how can I forget? <laughs> so this is the one where y'all really want to make sure you're in a place to pay attention. Um Entity, the, so like, yeah, these, this is a very spiritual world mm -hmm. and you know, everything points you externally when the reality is not only is everything spiritual, but everything's within you. 
Um, and sex opens up portals. This is how demons get in. This is how these entities can get in. Um, also, I was molested just for those right. that don't know at a very young age. So, and he was so demonic. There was, mm, yes, there's, there's, and also, and again, this isn't to put fear. This is about awareness. Curses and stuff are real. People can like, voodoo's real. That stuff is real. We have but, like survived all of those things. Yeah, we have. It's when all you going do this in the type book. of work. It's crazy, y'all. Crazy, but you know what? The more we raise our frequency, I mean, can't touch us. Yeah, and you have to, in some way, shape, or form, consent. That's we're what's growing. happening. We're with, growing. We're growing and learning too, and you have to consent in some Protecting aspect of a way. This is what's happening with humanity right now. People are consenting, technically consenting, not knowing the deeper issue of what's going on. I say all that because there's multiple ways that uh, could have ha- that you can get uh, demonic things within you. Uh, you just can. This is why this medicine is so special. It's a holy medicine that can remove it uh, with the right shaman as well. I think that plays a part of it yes. too. Yes. Um, the yes. shaman, the strength of the shaman, the, the spiritual connection, because the intention, this, the intention of the shaman. Because this night, you guys, we experienced a different shaman, which, wait, we have to also, you're forgetting things because the night before, we actually went there um, oh, we did a just to have a Mombane Ambul uh, talk circle type thing and we met him. Um, the the shaman that Taita was Taita Andreas. Yes, Taita Andreas Roland. He's amazing, and um, the uh, but then he brought the hoppe, which David's not a fan of hoppe. I love how grounding it is, but just the burn. But anyway, when he served me, he's very very in tune, tapped in in tune, and he saw um, a butterfly, and then he saw a hummingbird. So I was like, oh, that's beautiful transformation. I'm like, oh, and when I think of the bird, I think of the Holy Spirit. I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. It's going to be a beautiful. <laughs> well, this ceremony, this ceremony is probably going to be really beautiful, you know? Um, so, yeah, now you can continue, David. So as the night got closer, y'all, something started shifting in Megan. My personality, almost like if I eat nutritional yeast or something where this like uh, made in a lab. Well, it definitely worse, but well, much worse. But I'm just trying to give an example. You yeah. know, like if you can eat something lower frequency, it can completely change your personality and like completely into a lower thing. Or maybe that was just because I had something in me. I don't know. So as the night got closer, when we were supposed to go sit with this tight. Oh, let me tell you quickly about the but story of Taita. Ro- my so Taita Andreas, to give you a quick background, he had cancer three times. Danilo met with him and worked on him in ceremony with ayahuasca and completely cured his cancer he is cancer free because of ayahuasca and the work danilo did on him uh taita andreas then dedicated the rest of his life to the ayahuasca medicine and he's been studying it for over seven years working with it um in colombia so um and this man is a powerful human being he has taken he what see he things he can hear things he's taken his experience of being uh broken down deeply from cancer and used it to empower him to like the hundredth degree he's like six foot three I'm so thankful for this man i do want to say that because david's going to tell you some things that we're going to start out making you think that i don't feel that way about him but i want to say that this man is amazing and i am forever grateful for him yeah so uh, again, keep in mind everything's spiritual. And what you're going to notice consistently in this uh, world of healing in, is if you're on this path, as you get closer to some kind of massive breakthrough, either fears will come up, resistance comes up. But if you have a demonic entity, and y'all, that let thing me, will to... do everything they can to get you not to go to this experience. Also, I have to say it heals in layers. I've had things removed, but nothing that was like this, like demonic, right? And Everything heals in layers, and it's the right shamans as well, yeah. you know, because yeah. 
I mean, that's a hundred percent. Yep. Yep. So as we got closer to the night where we were supposed to go sit with Tyson. So, but what I wanted to say, I'm sorry, is that I mean, it took me like what that wasn't my eighteenth ceremony, but the time we left it 17th. was it was my sixteenth. Sixteenth. Sixteenth ceremony. Seventeenth, eighteenth. Yeah. No, it was my seventeenth. It was my seventeenth. So it took me seventeen ceremonies to get That was your fifteenth. No. Then we had two more after that and then a, a third one. Okay, maybe it was, was you guys. 15, okay, okay, okay. Okay, so it took me 15 ceremonies to get there, you guys. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Don't give up with this medicine because it heals layers and layers. Every time I do it, it's healing me. Mm-hmm. But this was like, this is when I, this is how I set myself free from everything. Yeah, and for me, um, I haven't obviously I haven't had all the uh, extreme trauma Megan has. It's strengthened me and strengthened me and strengthened me each time. Um, healing too, obviously. I had healing, but anyway, uh, as we got closer to this experience, this demonic thing in her started coming out in a sense of like backlashing, did not want her to go. It started like sensing what just, was going to happen. And just acting really low frequency, which is not me right. at all. But it was crazy because I was like self-aware, but I, I could not control it, you guys. Like, and I promise it was just being in a like shitty mood for to the no extreme. reason or like, yeah, it was and crazy. anger and anger. And I said it was like closer to time when we were going to be going back to get ready for ceremony. And that's when it would like start happening. It did this in Belize at one of our retreats right before mm-hmm. um, uh, I had to mushroom facilitate the ceremony. mushroom ceremony. But then I freaking crushed it. But y'all, this so, is real stuff. So um, as we got closer, we were supposed to have ceremony at 8.30, y'all. We didn't get there till 12.30. But let me tell you, <laughs> this thing started coming out. And I've um, the twin flame dynamic is so interesting. Megan and I's energies are so in tune. And this is something I go over a lot in my private coaching and in my like empowerment groups. Um, but, but like I can feel when David's off. He can feel when I'm so off. So by this point, as much as I've been on this healing journey with Megan, I sensed how something was severely off. But in those moments... The absolute thing to do in your best ability is keep your center and stay in a space of unconditional love and non-judgment. That's because these entities, especially the demonic ones, they are aware of what's in the mind and they can pull from the mind and they'll know what to say to try and impact you. Because I tell you this. Plant thoughts. Yeah, I tell you this. If what she was saying when this thing was coming out and speaking through her if I let it impact me and negatively affect me and I got thrown off and we were both off, it wouldn't have happened. We wouldn't have been able to go. Um, So I had to keep my training, my spiritual training had me keep my center, had me stay in unconditional love and non-judgment. And then Megan's spirit and her willpower at the last minute prevailed. And she's like, all right, I'm going. So, okay. Yes. It was difficult. It was difficult, but and because, well, I was sweating profusely, you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't forget, that was like one of the most severe symptoms I had. Like, I was so uncomfortable in my physical body, and I was just sweating profusely. Like, I, like I'd been into a hot yoga Bikram class, you guys. I'm not even, like, exaggerating at all. And it, and then I would get, because of the sweat, I would immediately get cold and the chills, and then i get so hot. And it's like a burning hot. Like, I mean, burning. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to burn from the inside out, you guys. And it was very uncomfortable. So I physically didn't want to go because of that, and I didn't know if the med—I didn't know because I was already doing so much medicine while we were there. Um, but yeah, I went, and then when we got there, it was interesting because again, I wasn't force. aware that I was actually, you know, going to go through an exorcism, like a true one, you know, with a demonic, demonic being, female being. And um, that was quite scary. But anyway, I get there and 
all of a sudden, like, everyone's just, in, we're all in our, like, David bought me a poncho. We're all in our, like, cool, you know, like, ceremony clothes, ponchos, keeping warm by the fire outside. And they come up to me, and Andreas puts this, like, belt, and it's, for, like, for protection around my waist. And then he didn't do that to anyone else. And then he comes over, and he's like, no, you're not wearing that poncho. And he was like, I'm going to give you a different one you're wearing for protection. So then I was like, oh, shit, what is going on here? Because no one else is, um, you know, having to do this. So I didn't, I knew something was up, but I definitely did not expect what was ahead at all. Yeah, so we get there. It's an outdoor, beautiful little spot he has outdoor by a fire. And there's this amazing ceremony dog. Oh, my oh gosh. Oh, my gosh. Toby. Toby. Amazing little ceremony dog. And he, his... Um, He's a shih tzu. He's amazing. Uh, Titan Andreas's partner's name is Deanna. And she oh, is the voice. sweetest, sweetest soul. Voice of an angel. Oh, my gosh. Voice of an angel. We'll get more to that. Oh, man. This is such a crazy story. It's giving me chills just even thinking about her voice. Oh, it is. She has such a beautiful voice. Anyway, we get there and this... We didn't know. Keep on. We didn't know there was a demonic witch in there. No, okay? and y'all, I am nice to people, so yeah. it was weird especially because I would in never. Especially, Megan would never disrespect someone. No, in I would never disrespect someone in ceremony. Like y'all, no way, and never a shaman, nothing like that. But I'm telling you, something was controlling me. Okay, for real. So this thing started coming out, and Taita Andrea saw it. So again, we didn't know. That there was a demon witch. We had no idea. Well, he had a premonition the night before, and I didn't know that. No so one told me he, that. He told us he had a premonition that there was going to be an exorcism this night. And we had no idea that either. So Taita Andreas, as we start the ceremony, oh, 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 also for me, um, I knew... I've had so much training with this ayahuasca medicine, and I know my path is to become an ayahuasca shaman. Um, I was donned as a shaman by my teacher, Danilo, after working with him on 42 patients uh, successfully in Belize. Um, and I knew I've been trained very, very well in that moment. And done this in past lives. And done this in past <laughs> lives, yeah. So in that moment when we got there, Megan, her last layers of healing – uh, whatever that entity, that demonic thing was that we didn't know, but it was also, it was caught, there was all this like, because of that, there was all this sickness and like disease in her gut. And I would have severe inflammation in my stomach, tons of like allergic to like almost everything. I would get hot flashes and the insomnia. Like I could not ever since like high school i was never able to get more than three hours of sleep a night which is crazy so what what i did and which was really beautiful growth experience for me you know you set your intention with ayahuasca and what's really special about this which my teacher told me afterwards danilo is this is very very rare very rare to be able to do you have to truly have at the deepest part of your heart unconditional love for your partner to do this but i set my intention with the medicine to go inside megan and pull any any cells any disease any sickness at all in her body specifically in her stomach her gut and in her um her uter- uterus. uterus any of that could uh Anything that was not serving our highest good, I asked to go inside, pull it into me, and allow me to transmute and purge it. And not to jump ahead, but Danilo told me the next day, it's super rare for that to actually happen. You have to have unconditional love in the Holy Spirit 
knows. The Holy Spirit knows if you act, you can't fake that. You have to truly have that. So when I went up to the medicine, I said, I want to sacrifice my mind, body, and spirit in this ceremony to go inside Megan and pull anything that is not serving her out. Uh, little did I know, and well, this is well, it, I, the demonic entity tied to Andreas was working on and Megan was working on that too. But from the dis-ease and illness, anything in her, that area, um, that's what I wanted to go in and do. And boy, we're going to get to Megan's He's part in just a second. Up. I've oh never seen gosh. him throw up that much in ceremony. So um, I want to, the finale of this, this ceremony is Megan's, the demonic, which I'm going to get to that in a second. I just want to tell through my part. Um, I said that into the medicine and Titus smiled and I guess he knew what was going to happen. I took the medicine and this ceremony was unlike anything I'd ever experienced up to that point anyway. Um I've most of you know, if you don't know, you purge in ayahuasca. Purging is like throwing up. We're conditioned in Western medicine that that's bad, which is totally wrong. Purging is good. It's beautiful. It's how you heal. Um, You know, when negative or bad things happen or illness happens, it has to be transmuted in some way. Purging is the way that holy medicine lets you do that. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I sat down, I uh, put my hand towards her and I just focused all my energy and I started to see all this black come from her gut and her uterus area, saw it coming into me, coming into me. And I started feeling the shivers and y'all, I've never purged that much in my life. I was purging the entire ceremony constantly, just taking, taking, purging, 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 like going. And then my throat started to give out. So it started coming out the other end. So I had to go purge it out the other end. But it was beautiful. I took every aspect of illness, anything, anything that was left in her, all the healing that she's done from all the trauma. When you look at my stomach, it looks different. It's 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 tiny. It's completely tiny. There's nothing. And she, yeah, it's, it's amazing. But that was my experience for that ceremony was eight hours of just taking, taking, energetically taking and purging and releasing all of it, which I'm forever grateful that the Holy Spirit and ayahuasca saw that my intention was true and was able to do that. And now I know how to do that too. So as I continue my path as an ayahuasca shaman, it's something I know in my heart, as long as there's consent, I can do for other people if I ever wanted to, uh, which is a beautiful growth for me. Now we get to Megan's experience. Okay. So while this was happening, you know, I'm just staying focused, doing what I'm doing. Oh, I want to start out by saying I survived, obviously. 26, 26. Mm-hmm. Um, she did survive. Barely. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. This thing did not no. want it to happen. And Taita Rodon was playing the drum, playing the drum. But no, like at first I was just so like anti that shaman. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't me. So, and while it was going on, Taita Rodon then saw, then again, before I'm, I'm telling you all this, but we didn't know that there was a demonic witch. Taita Rodan, this shaman, saw it. And then um, apparently, from what he says, she was like screaming and yelling and angry because she knew she was about to be banished. Well, so the Taita said uh, that the demonic witch said, if you banish me out of her, I'm going to seek a physical revenge on your home. So he walked over. And again, we didn't know this was going on. We heard all this after. No idea what I was about to go through. We had no clue this was happening. But he Um, walked over to his assistant shaman that was there and said, hey, I'm going to, we're going to banish this thing out. And I remember him saying this one's deep. And I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. He said, this is some deep, deep work. He went over to his assistant shaman 
that was there and said, hey, get ready, because when we banish and get this thing out of her, it's going to seek some kind of physical revenge. Um, and long story short, no, oh, I was so sick, but it was like oh a God, beyond. Yeah. I can't even tell you the Oh, it was just the worst my body's ever felt. And it wouldn't come out. Like I yep. couldn't purge it. Like I was so sick and like just trying to do anything I could to just purge and like it would not come out. And you guys, it lasted for seven yeah, hours. But I definitely felt hours. like cold. Like there was angelic beings there for sure. Yep. Mother Mary, like he saw that. Like, but y'all, it lasted seven hours. And I honestly don't even have the words for what I went through, but David can at least explain what he witnessed, you know, because it was crazy. Yeah, it was like a lot of and movement. I thought it was never going to end. Sweating on and off, a lot of like moaning, nausea, extreme discomfort. This Taita was, a, this shaman was amazing though. He kept playing the drum. He was playing his music. I he was singing so loud. Was like, stop, he was singing yeah. and the medicine was just working in it. And then when it came out, the fire. He said it. Said it. He said it. He heard it scream. scream yeah. And it went into the fire. The fire took off. And y'all, we have a picture I'm going to post with and this podcast. there was angelic beings with me because at this point, the fire was so big, it like almost reached the ceiling. And it was this little fire. And I was like shivering and had layers of blankets on me and was freezing oh ice gosh. cold. Like so there was angelic beings around me, 100%. So as this thing came out, and again, if, if you're hearing this sometime after and you want a picture of this demonic witch, like, please reach out. Out, we'll get it to you. It's um, going to be in our book for sure. Yeah, it's going to be I'm in sure our book. We should post it, honestly. Yeah, I'm going to post just in case they hear from another source. Oh. Um, yeah, we'll be happy to share. You can. Yeah. I can point out her eyes, her breast, her spine, everything. Her, it looks like she's holding a pitchfork. It, it literally, there's a pitchfork in the freaking <laughs> it's, picture. It's and, insane. It's really scary. So, also, if you're randomly hearing this, email me david at magical.com. David at m a e g i c l dot com, c a l dot com, magical dot com, and I will uh, email it over to you too. Uh, but this picture is insane. So this fire, there was nothing in the back. Go ahead. And uh, she comes out and there's the fire explodes, like takes off huge flames everywhere. And again, we didn't know it was the witch. We had no idea about any of this until the share when he explained what happened. I was just like, whoa, that was out of nowhere. The fire's going crazy. And, um, you know, the uh, uh, keystone of any uh, ayahuasca ceremony is the shamans everyone you say centered no matter what they were centered but they were like we need to put this fire out <laughs> uh, so we got a bunch of rocks through the fire threw it onto the fire and finally it went down and there was left this huge black scarring of the picture of what the witch was it was insane y'all but it was out it was out after that and it was the most intense crazy experience um, and Megan was a different person y'all I, for the first time since I was a child, since the first abuse started, like we're talking since third grade, I chronically bit my nails. And since yep. that night, I've not touched them. They're growing. Yep. And for the first time in my life, I feel true peace in my heart. And you don't rely on marijuana. And, oh, y'all, I was having to smoke like three, four joints a day because that thing was causing me so much anxiety. And now it's like... I can just do it for enjoyment if I want or use it medi truly medicinally. Like maybe like three puffs is all I need and I don't even need it every day. You know what I mean? Like it's amazing. I sleep now. I've had, I, in the past, I had insomnia like my whole life. And 
I sleep like a baby now. Yeah. Like, I mean, like a baby. And I am a completely different person. And I am free at last, once Super and for all. Every every single thing. Like, she caused everything. The the lupus-type symptoms, the food and everything, you know? My personality is different. I react to things different, even if I'm still triggered by something, you know? Yeah. I'm so self-aware. I'm able to transmute bad energy into love and joy very quickly. And... Yeah, we've had... We've had multiple tests since we've been back, and it's amazing, amazing the difference. Um, so that was the second night. I wake night. up early, yeah. and I'm ready to like get the day going like yeah. early. Yep. So that was the second night. That thing left, and we again, we didn't know about the demonic witch stuff. It wasn't until after Taita, Andreas was, was like, like, hey, oh so we got to tell you what actually what happened, what went down, and she told us all of it. And we were like, oh, my gosh, it makes perfect sense. And I was absolutely exhausted because I was obviously transmuting the disease in the body. Um, but she was a different person. She We ate whatever we wanted. I mean, we were doing ayahuasca ceremonies, so we had to be at somewhat of a diet. But um, – yeah, absolutely amazing. Sleeping, no nail biting, nothing, nothing since then. No it's been bloating, absolutely beautiful. No inflammation. Yep, yep. Better personality. I mean, just more for more authentic self of unconditional love. Yeah. You know, uh, we're all walking each other back to unconditional love and non judgment, but some of us have dealt with much, much more severe I mean, levels of all trauma. All physical, in quote, you know, quotations, incurable disease in my body was cured. Things doctors said I would never cure from. Everything was gone. Like, it was all demonic yeah. entities that had to leave. All the stuff that... The only thing left was that, that freaking thing. So, that was it, the second night. And y'all, we haven't even got to the jungle yet, so strap in. But, like, that had to come out before I could yes. go to that jungle. Because, oh, yes. y'all, I don't even know what would have happened to me in that jungle had oh that gosh. been in there. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Because that jungle medicine is on a whole Ooh, other level. That jungle medicine is on a whole other level. Um, Talk so, about more growth. That so trip was. we all had breakfast the next morning. It was beautiful. It was such a loving, beautiful uh, it was experience. Like so euphoric feeling, and like I love like when we all just sing and have our shakers and play the medicine. Also, right before we go into breakfast, like it's just so beautiful. It's the most beautiful experience. I'm so grateful for this path. Um, so that was the second night, and then we strapped up to go to the jungle. And y'all, let me tell mm. you. When the medicine calls you to the jungle, it's a very special, sacred experience. And if any of you are on this path, my heart hopes, well, you're all on your own paths, but just all I can speak from is my experience. I hope this calls you one day because this experience is unlike any other. It is a mental, physical, emotional, spiritual test in every single and way. And it heals deep layers each time. But deep. It, it's done in layers. Yep. And it's the deepest level of empowerment that I've ever experienced. Um fear you will leave with almost no aspect of fear like i, I have know, not I had like i will always have fear a little bit of fear right before i take that medicine <laughs> ah, that is my exception i will say but like for me personally i've always prided myself uh, i'm not so pride but i've been very grateful for my ability of strength and not to have fear uh exist yeah, in and my that life medicine is powerful and i'm cured because of it so yeah. i love it yeah um but, but like, this you gotta start out like at the beginning, though, we oh, go yeah. to Peru and all of that, and it's like raining. So that's that's the beginning. So of the I am, night. I am. So the way God uh, set this up was quite interesting. You know, usually you go into the jungle, and the jungle you have to hike uh, 
pull over, over an hour in the deep Amazon jungle. Like deep And Amazon. there's already little bits of water you have to walk through and you have to go through like over logs. It's already an intense hike as it is alone. They usually do it during the day. There's no it's like light. hiking trail. It's just like deep in the jungle. You have to go right real. through the jungle. There's not like a hiking trail. There's a Maloka like, I yeah. don't know, maybe 90 minutes away. Yeah. So we, the way they set this up, God's like, no, 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 no. You are going to have as difficult of a test as you can, a difficult of an experience as you can, because y'all, there's one way to get strong or stronger, do difficult things. Well, let me tell you, there was every aspect of difficulty in this to make us much, much stronger and test our abilities. Yeah. So, inst- you know, usually as Danilo explains it and as uh, Ty Again, William explains it. how we were prepared for the trip. I'm like, all right, people. Um, we're t- Yeah, we're going to get there and it's going to be daylight, right? All of that. We're just going to hike, set everything up. Yeah, out. yeah. And, um, you know, Brazil and Colombia and Peru are all right there together. So they took us, they wanted to take us, the the master shaman wanted to take us over to Peru to eat. So we did that. And then we were stuck there because it started raining. So it starts, she says raining. It was monsooning. And then we met the master of Master Shaman Neil. His name is uh, Master uh, Taito William. He's like 76 years old. He's been working with this medicine for over 50 years. And a he's one, he is super well known in Peru, all around that area, and in the Amazon as one of the grand masters over there because of uh, his, his reputation and his medicine is next freaking level. And he gives level. you a lot. So before we get to that, though, um, it starts monsooning. So we're trying to wait it out. And then he looks over and he's like, no more waiting. And we're like, okay. And then it starts getting dark, y'all. We had our big ass <laughs> backpack. Wasn't with us. No, he had us do it on our own. So we had, <laughs> had me, Megan, Danilo, Fabian, and Robert, an incredible human Robert. Oh, we love him so much. He was with us yes. during this experience. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk more about him in a bit. Um, but we get it's dark y'all it gets super dark as dark as it can get and it's still monsooning and danilo looks over and danilo is like no fear exists in him but his eyes got wide and he's like he said i don't even want to say what i feel but we have to do this and i was like oh my gosh when danilo i could see a little fear in him i know we're about to go through something and y'all we had to walk it was so much rain so the amazon was flooded the amazon was freaking flooded we had to walk there are anacondas there and like they hide deep down in boas like deep down boa constrictors anacondas and you can't see through this water it's brown you can't yeah. see through it. Yeah, we got photos. And we there's put just up, trees you, Not not at night though. Oh, we should have got photo. Well, it was pitch black. You couldn't see anything. I mean, anyway, I, and we were carrying all our shit. Our so backpacks. we had our huge. We had our backpacks. We had all the stuff we were carrying, and we get to the edge of the Amazon jungle, and we just had to do it. So we started trucking through, falling. Our boots falling in oh the my water. Gosh, falling into deep levels of water. We're falling Ooh. over. It, it took so much mental and physical strength to get through that. It was still pouring down rain. And what Danilo said, and Master uh, Shaman uh, William, Taita William said, the jungle is an intelligence. So the second we got there, the first thing they had us do was a deep prayer. And 
thanking the jungle for being here, but asking permission to enter the jungle safely because it's all one intelligence. The bird communicates with all the, the bird sends a signal that someone's here and all the trees speak to each other and all the animals all converge and they know that someone's here. They feel into the energies of the people coming. And really you have to be allowed and given permission. And Danilo felt we were given permission. So as we were going through, we were safe. (laughs) <laughs> yes, we were. We were safe, obviously. However, right before we made it to the Maloka. Oh, my God. And now, yeah. when this happened, I didn't know we were even close to the Maloka. So, I was like, oh, shit. We heard a jaguar, a deep growl. I was like, OMG. I mean, a jaguar, you guys. But then, we realized we were like, like, what, 10, 5, 10 minutes. Like, probably like 10 minutes from the Maloka. But, you guys, like, it was crazy. Yeah. So we finally get through. It was such a test. Beautiful, beautiful test and experience. Uh, We were exhausted. Megan kicked ass, by the way. Uh, But we were absolutely exhausted. We get to the Maloka and y'all. Hey, I love the experience. Don't get me wrong. but I just want to paint the picture for you. This ain't no magical luxury retreat, y'all. This is in the midst of the jungle. There's some boards on the ground. I went to the bathroom. I looked down. There was a scorpion right by my foot. There's outhouses with the scorpions. There's spiders, roaches. When you go to bed at night, you're either sleeping on a yoga mat on the floor floor. or a hammock. That's it. Um, and, but it served its purpose. It serves its purpose and we couldn't be more grateful for it, but I'm just trying to paint oh, the picture and for like you. They had me, you guys get into a freaking swamp thing. Like the water's brown. You can't see through it. We're in the middle of the deep Amazon jungle. There could be snakes in there. And they had me get in that water with them. And they didn't know if it was like safe or not. And like actually get my whole body underneath my head, everything under the water. And like, yep. no, I can't believe I did that shit. Yep. Yep. Danilo did a prayer. Um, you know, asking all serpents to leave. I heard him say that. Megan didn't hear that part. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to tell her I heard that. Um, But yeah, so we get there, we get set up and here comes Taito William, freaking 76 years old, trucking like it didn't phase him in a freaking second, smiling. And he tells us to come in for ceremony time. Y'all, we sat down. This medicine, let me start out by saying, you know, usually you do three cups, right? Yeah, usually you do three cups. No, but we do three cups throughout the night. Um, We usually do three cups throughout the night, right? That's an ayahuasca. This is like getting three cups in one serving. So this, he serves one big ass cup, y'all. It was. It's like a bowl. Oh my gosh. It takes several It took me like two and a half gulps. gulps. I was like, oh, oh, oh. And right then I was like, oh, this is a different. This it's, is a different breed of medicine. Yes. I was like, oh, wait, this is not the ayahuasca I am used to. No. And you don't have a bucket in front of you either. Like, there's like an opening in the wall. And so you have to, whenever you need to throw up, you have to stand, get up, walk over there and just hunch over and throw up over that railing, that balcony. Yep. Y'all. So that also what's crazy is I've never been able, I've never been able to have visuals um, on the medicine. And at this point, this was like my 16th. 16th or 7th no 16th ceremony and um i'd never had visions before and danilo's always asking did you get visions and i'm like no 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 and like they can't ever believe it but i think that demonic witch was blocking that from happening um really and truly i do believe that that's what happened um but yeah i mean it was like an insane insane experience because 
it was like my senses were definitely now granted it was also dosing like it was not only is that medicine strong in the jungle but like he gave us like david said a lot at once and so it was a lot for me i'm a little person it was a lot and all i could hear was like in my ears so intensely loudly it was just like and i'm like oh my gosh what is that like is everyone hearing this like what is going on and just i had a lot of anxiety in my chest for sure it was just but it wasn't like it was definitely uncomfortable and i was like okay i'm ready for this shit to stop you know but i was able to handle it and make it through it and i was like whoo i'm glad i made it through that but i was definitely nervous for night too so my experience this was out of my seven Iowa oh, and I still didn't get visions, but there's a reason why I mentioned that. Out of my seven ayahuasca experiences, back to back, all in a row, and you'll find out why in a bit the next night, this was the most beautiful experience in my entire life. First, it was very difficult, very difficult. It hit out of nowhere, like 20, 30 minutes, boom. I start seeing the visuals. I feel all the tension in my body. I'm like, whoa, this is different. And I feel the medicine work. Oh, Damn it, I forgot. Uh, let me preface this. Something Taito William told us was the medicine and the jungle medicine is going to test you. It's going to make you think you're dying. Like he literally said well, that. Well, that didn't happen to me until night two. Yeah, same. Uh, but he said that's it's it's just testing you. It's just testing your strength. That's all it's doing. You're not going to die. You're going to be fine. And I started feeling it. You don't it. remember that when you're going through that. No, not at all. Um, so I started feeling it all in my body and I saw the visuals and I was purging and purging and purging and then all of a sudden i didn't even purge a whole lot that night i purged but not like intensely yeah then all of a sudden i was in a beautiful space i went to a different place and y'all i spoke to god it was the most beautiful experience of my entire life it was a father it was a father god and he was pure unconditional love and non-judgment he was pure, unconditional love. I could ask him anything. And y'all, we spoke for hours. Like we probably spoke for about two and a half hours. And I could just, I was just, I couldn't see him, but I could hear him. And it was just this void that I was in. And I could ask anything and he would answer. I asked him all kinds of things and he gave me so many beautiful answers. And then he, he showed me my childhood and he showed me how there's lessons weaved into everything, even our childhood, but we're too oblivious to know. Um, he said, you know, bad things happen. I was like, you know, bad, bad things happen for one of two reasons. One, we asked for it because it's part of our growth. It's part of before we came. Like before we came here, we asked to go through that experience so we can grow stronger from it. we can learn our soul, can learn the lesson necessary to help people on earth, to help people here and for our soul's evolution or two, we attract it because of the power of our minds. He explained to me that on, the only thing that comes from him is love. That's it. Only love. But he gives every person the the most divine gift, the power of our mind. So we have the ability to create the fears, the doubts, the, the neg. All those things are created by us. Only thing that comes from him is love. That's it. He never judges ever, ever. Whenever we mess up or make a mistake, he's laughing. Literally, he laughs and he shakes his head because we all have this spark of God within us. And he knows we're all doing the best we can like we are. Um, 
it was such a beautiful, beautiful experience of uh, speaking with him and just asking him about life and everything. And it was just literally speaking to unconditional love. He explained that dogs are the purest example of God here on earth. They are, they're their unconditional love. And a lot of people that are, uh, that deal with traumatic things early on, uh, they're drawn to animals because, because, because it's God's unconditional love. So people that don't know God yet are actually learning God's unconditional love through animals, especially dogs. Dogs spelled backwards. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't think of that. That's right. Dog, dog spelled backwards is God. Um, you know, he explained so much and it was so beautiful and all of this was happening for a divine reason of why I'm here and why Megan's here to help this planet heal on the deepest levels and to continue to embody yes. unconditional love and non-judgment. The way people are going to heal that what people need to know is God's unconditional love, not the bullshit religious conditional love where you're judged and banished to hell. No. That is man-made BS. No. And we know who we are, and we know why we're here yeah. after the ceremony. Got confirmation on all of that, and it's beautiful. Yep, we're going to be writing it in our book. Um, but we did. We got confirmation now, of who we are. Night two. Night two was a very different experience. Yep. Are we not done with night one? I feel like we are. Yeah, yeah, yep. Because night two is when you had your profound messages coming through. Um. Yeah, yeah. So after, uh, yeah, that was it. That was the end of night one. Um, and we went back and then we recovered. We went back to our little, uh, I didn't think I slept that much. You're pretty wired in the jungle and the jungle is so alive. The jungle is so alive the entire time. I mean, the stars, it's, it's really beautiful. Um, and then we went into night too. What did we do the next day? Oh, we went and we swam in the river. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. But what else did we do? We went oh, into like oh, the town. I want to go back for a second because okay. I wasn't done with um, the conversation with God part. Oh, my bad. Um, but one of the things I did want to speak on too in speaking with him was anybody, anybody can speak with him. And again, I'm only speaking from my direct experience, but anyone can speak with the Father God. Our minds get in the way. If we have the ability to clear our mind completely and ask a question and start practicing this, I urge everyone, start practicing this. It takes practice and it's so easy to get caught up in all the uh, distractions. But if you clear your mind completely, ask a question and just wait, the first answer that comes that is of love is from him. And you can practice literally being able to have conversations. He can communicate with everyone. He's with you all the time, literally all the time, guiding, but allowing you also to co-create your experience at the same time. But everyone has access to doing that. It's just a matter of, um, it's just a matter of practice and faith. Our minds are literally problem solvers. So sometimes our mind tries to disprove something we think or know intuitively. Um, so that's something I wanted to uh, pass along too. was, all of you can communicate with the Father God and my, me speaking with him. He was like, yeah, the, I can communicate with him at any time. It's just a matter of our minds kind of our own doubts and fears getting in the way. But it was beautiful. And he's just like, you know, I'm with you all the time. Everything's going to be absolutely beautiful and amazing. And this is part of your ascension and spoke to me about who I am, why I'm here, as well as uh, Megan. So, okay, now we'll pass along. That's it. I wanted to finish that. I, that was a powerful message I wanted to send across to everyone that you all have the ability to speak to him. You don't need a freaking person. You don't, 
need any of this man-made crazy stuff they use to control you and give your power to humans. Um, okay, night two. So going into night two. So first off, the next day, we went for a little dip in the deep waters that, and again, he did you the little, <laughs> you can't see anything. So you have no idea. Uh, we were also utilizing Mombe and Ambiel pretty consistently. It's a beautiful medicine that they use over there to connect you to your spiritual gifts, to center you, ground you, it stuff works like well that. With works very well with ayahuasca. Um, and then I think we went into the, we hiked, we hiked back through it, y'all. I was like, that's oh. right. So I was thinking, oh, we're, I'm not going to have to go back through that jungle hike again until we're <laughs> leaving, like to go back to the other part of, you know, like the mountainous part of Colombia. Yeah, right. Every freaking day, twice a day, I was doing that hike. Yep. 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 Um, it never got easier. Yeah. So we went back through that a few times, which was an experience During in daylight, itself. Though. Um, and the town was really cool. We walked through the town. People are so nice over there. Got some amazing jewelry. Yes. Yes. It's crazy how cost effective stuff is over there. Um, got some really cool things. Um, some bags. Some bags. We went to the salt cavern and that, what's that one place where the shaman got initiated and he was, he had to put gold on him and he jumped in the water of the lake. Yeah. I forgot the name of the lake. Dang it. Anyway, but Danilo... Um, our shaman, he was amazing and he took us to places like that so we could learn yeah. about, you know. The king of all the shamans used to uh, go into a cave for three nights and in those three nights. No, it was for a year. So they, it was nine months, but they moved it to three days. Uh-oh. So it was nine months. Back, back then it was nine months. The indigenous tribes, the king shaman of all the shamans would have to stay in this. But they moved it to three days. Uh, they'd stay in this cave for three days, keeping the fire going and being tempted by women too, uh, to lose his sexual energy. And he had to keep the fire going for three days. And then he was going to he was initiated as the king of all shamans. He got brought out into a lake and they put gold on him and he jumped into the lake and when he came back up, he was considered man-god, uh, man-fused with God, with uh, the power and energy of God. And he would rule over all the lands as the shaman, being the best example of unconditional love, non-judgment, and working with the plant spirits, the plant medicines, because um, that's the real healers, uh, the plant medicines. worked. So he was able to work with the plant spirits, the plant medicines, and help lead all the people um, in unconditional love and non-judgment. So cool. And I did not realize that Bogota, when we went there, because that's where you fly into, I mean, that's like New York City. It's yeah. huge. Freaking huge. It is. Um, so as we roll into night two, we find out Ugh. there's other masters coming. So this one, we had uh, Maima Angelica, who was also in her late 70s. Uh, we had, oh gosh, what's his name? Moises, Taita Moises, very powerful shaman. So we had, what, six, seven powerful master shamans sitting in ceremony, singing, serving their medicine. It was quite that intense. medicine, y'all, it was so strong. Like, I immediately regretted it. Like, oh my gosh. But I did set my intention on visions. And be careful what you wish for. Because, uh, yes, I did get, indeed, I did get visions. When my eyes were shut, like, everything was black. And then I just saw, like, these green and blue, like, patterns moving. It was just really intense, though. And so I was like, okay, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I, got, I just wanted to stop. And so I was like, I'm just going to open my eyes and it'll stop. <laughs> I opened my eyes and it's this same thing like everything's black and all I see are these blue and green patterns going like crazy and I was standing up because I had just purged over the balcony 
So I had to like feel my way back with my hands back to my my yoga mat. You know, it was crazy. And but that that master shaman Moises, he was saying that that was because my third eye was just open, and that's what I was seeing, looking through. Um, but physically. That was one of the worst I've ever felt. And I actually did think I was not an ego death. I thought I was physically dying because I was so sick. And I mean, I can't even, there are no words to explain for mm-hmm. like the feeling of that medicine. But all I could do was moan. And I could hear David moaning too, but I was just mm-hmm. like moaning like, huh? Like, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. Like, I, I think I'm actually on my deathbed. Like, I really think I might die. And it was the most horrible feeling. And then eventually after like four hours of that, then, um, I'm just so distraught over the whole experience and like I'm completely not sober because again it wasn't as they didn't give maybe quite as much I don't know I thought it was still it was a lot it was still like three doses in one so for me it was just a lot of medicine and it's a lot of strong medicine and man I don't know if that's like my inner child coming out or what but I was just like felt helpless and just ah my man Helica blessed you right what is that when my man yeah she came up and blessed me um, I was so thankful. It was a very humbling experience for sure. Um, you know, but the outcome was very profound. But I was still feeling the medicine like the whole next day. And that is also because I had a misunderstanding with David. And he's going to explain this, what happened in ceremony with him, with his experience and how I perceived it. You know what I mean? Because I was like my inner child was completely like taking the wheel at this point during ceremony. And so going into the next day, I was just still very um, on the medicine, really. So this was a uh, deep, deep, deep initiation for both of us. And that's what the medicine was explaining to me. Um, This was going to be a deep initiation of strength and getting us both, even though we're both strong, we were told that we have a very powerful, important purpose of what's to come for the world. And And it was time that... Also, we're told that from our master shaman in ceremony. Yep, yep. So in this medicine rocked me. Like, it hit me harder. It was the most difficult experience of my life at that point. Uh, the physical, the mental, emotional, it just pushed me absolutely to my limit. It was a test mentally, physically, spiritually. I went to the visuals were more intense than they ever have been. I saw like, it looked like I saw creation, how everything was intertwined, how it was all one big, like uh, very intentional beautiful creation and i saw how like worlds start and it just but it it was so intense i can't it you can't really put it into words the way my physical body felt it felt like it was falling apart it felt like my mind was being pulled apart i mean this was the big this was the big big test that like the jungle ayahuasca medicine testing you to see if you'll think you're actually dying which there was a moment i did but then i remember what taita williams said and I just, even in the most uncomfortable, I just kind of smiled and I was like, oh, okay, I know this is going to pass, but it was super difficult. But then it became very clear that, you know, we were guided here. We were guided here for a divine purpose. This is a deep initiation for the medicine to, for us to be able to serve the medicine, but also for the medicine to work with us in ceremony on this mission of healing. 
Like it's not something you just start, at least in my experience, not something you just start doing. This is a holy sacred medicine. And this is a very powerful, the powerful plant spirit. And you need permission. Not only do you need training, but you need permission from it. And the kind of strength it takes is a whole nother level of strength that, that, um, that I just can't put into words. Uh, it's spiritual strength, emotional strength, mental strength, and physical strength. And it told me like, you know, it's, it's time. You're going to get a lot stronger now. It wants me, I felt intuitively that I was supposed to work the following three days in the coming three days. I was supposed to focus all my energy and attention on going within me and continuing to work with the medicine each evening. And I thought, because I was so deep on the medicine, I thought that he was not wanting to talk to me because he was mad at me because I was just like a crazy mess at the end of that ceremony. <laughs> and um, so like the whole next day, I was just really sensitive and, um, but it was a lot of growth. It was a lot of growth. I spent, a, I was to myself and was able to integrate the medicine. It was a lot of growth. It was a lot of growth. So basically, I... The instructions that I intuitively felt were for three days, I was to be in silence to myself and continue to work with the medicine um, and completely emotionally in every way disconnect uh, from Megan. You know, we're so intertwined and so connected, but that would give opportunity for her to really go within her, for me to go within me, and there would be beautiful growth from it. And I knew it. And ironically, at the end of the three days was this wedding was this wedding that Mary and Danilo were uh, were having. So um, that's what I did when I, I went deep into silence. I let her know this is my path. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm supposed to do. Um, and we're going to be to ourselves for three days. It was very difficult. It was it was testing for, for both of us for sure. Um, but I knew it was a test. And I knew um, it was important to pass this test. So... Um, and uh, somehow Taita William found out about it, and he he approved. He said if he said the medicine's always correct in those things, and that's the thing to do. He actually uh, brought us both together right as it started, and did a little tiny mini ceremony. Waved his uh, white asache and blessed us both, yeah, blessed and our blessed our marriage. It was really and beautiful. He wants to marry us or renew our vows in ceremony. Yeah, he wants us to renew our vows in ceremony. I'm so down for that. More coming on that in just a minute. Um, so that was the second night. Absolutely, extremely difficult. But man, you know what? Those difficult, crazy ceremonies where you feel like you're being pulled apart, which it only happened in the jungle. That's the only medicine I've ever felt that way on ever before. The amount of strength that comes from that, knowing you can make it through that. Nothing can prepare you for the mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual tests and difficulties you go through. Nothing. Nothing. You couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine what I went through. I couldn't imagine it. But the strength and resilience and confidence and complete removal of fear from your energetic being is like nothing else. So. we like leaving. So leaving. Um he wouldn't help me with anything. He would not speak to me. He wouldn't help me find my swimsuits when he's one that nope. hung them on, I don't know, what tree, wherever. And I was already distraught on the medicine, couldn't find anything. Like, And he would not help me with anything. And then nope. tell me what you did in my bag. 
<laughs> and it rained more, so it was like way, this, this was the hardest time to hike back, yeah. and I had the most falls going With back. The most mud, and we got lost going so, back, and so it was a lot longer of a hike. What was explained to me, and this is one of the foundational messages, is there's one way to get strong or stronger. Because both Megan and I have been through so much. We're both very, and I say this with no ego at all. It's just, it's awareness and fact of our path. And we're grateful for God giving us this opportunity to grow this strong, but we've had to become very, very strong. However, you can always get stronger. And that's what the medicine made clear to me. You can always get stronger. And there's only one way to get strong. That's do difficult things. You know, we're conditioned to take, to do easy things or to avoid difficult things. And that just makes us weaker. We get strong by doing difficult things, more difficult things, the stronger you're going to get, the more thing, the more you go towards difficulties, your mind adapts to doing difficult things. And the more difficult things you do, the stronger you become. Um, so, uh, that was kind of the, the lesson. The next three days were very difficult in multiple different ways for Megan, um, her bag was packed and I did, I put all the extra stuff in her bag and it was super heavy. It was heavier than mine, but I knew how strong she I couldn't she even was. like keep my balance and I was falling in the water. There could have been snakes, anacondas in and wanting to cry because I was distraught thinking that he, he was mad at me from something in ceremony. I'm like, what? I think I was a deep ceremony ayahuasca jungle medicine. So <laughs> it was really hard. Yep. It was. Uh, he wouldn't help me up. Knowing that there could be snakes in there, and I, he would not hand me his hand. And I, even if I asked for it, he would say no. And he said it sternly. It was horrible. Yep. It was um, knowing on the deepest level that she is way more than strong enough to do all that. And she did. And that we were divinely protected. A deep level of knowing of divine protection. And knowing um, that this was these next three days and this entire trip was for us to grow. Uh, it was all about empowerment. Exactly. Humble. And then empowerment. Yep. It was humbling and then very empowering. And she did it. She had her backpack was heavier than anyone's there by far. Um, and she hiked with that damn thing through the mud, through the water, the miles out, everything. Carried Falling it all down, around town. Not being able to keep my balance And when up. you when you fall down, your foot goes into the mud. So you got to use Far. the strength to pull way up. So, and she and did it. It was a long hike. Yep. She did it all. She went through town with it on. We were hiking all day through town. And that day it was extra long because we got yep. lost. It rained so much the hike And the different. car broke down. So yeah, we had it was to hike horrible. The universe was like, oh yeah, more growth, more yep. growth the entire so day. So it became incredibly difficult. And she, ayahuasca gave me the message to fast for 24 hours. Now, let me tell you, on ayahuasca, it's so important that you have energy and food because that's strength. what you pull from. You need strength. So, but it was clear to me. I even spoke to Danilo and he's like, yeah, do it, do it. And I was like, all right, well, my teacher also confirms it. Um, so I had, and we didn't eat, we stopped eating at 4 p.m. the day before. So I didn't eat for probably about 33 hours, 33, right around 33 hours. Whenever we got to um, a hotel, we were, after we left the jungle, we were still in the Amazon jungle. Nice at the end of the Finally, trip, they took us to a nice resort, resort at the very end. So in this nice resort, they had buffets, they had open bar, they had all kinds of all these foods. You could have whatever you want. It was right on the Amazon jungle on the water. And I didn't eat anything because I was fasting. So for 24 hours, I had to completely fast. And then and then I had to sit out on a balcony and work with the medicine. And let me tell you, this was the physically 
and mentally, I would say, most difficult night of my entire life because I had to sit out there with this medicine that just absolutely wrecked me and helped me become much stronger, I guess I would say, put it in a nice light in the jungle and deeply empowered me. I had to sit out there with no energy and drink. I did three cups. Let me tell you, the first cup, and I was practicing my songs. You know, it's beautiful. All the songs started coming to me. So I started singing Icaros and I started learning Icaros and I started learning songs. So I sat out there and I drank the first cup and I was singing the songs and then something happened. And then I felt the ayahuasca coming on and the experience of how, I would never recommend this in a million years unless you feel literally an intelligence like ayahuasca or God tells you, I would never recommend this to anybody. But the feeling of going through an ayahuasca ceremony solo with no energy to pull from, I had nothing. Like I, I usually you have that energy to push through and I was just like falling over. I was laying there, like still trying to practice my songs, pushing through. I knew I had to do three cups. and But you know what she showed me? She showed me that even if I had, and I went through, I did do three cups. She showed me though, how to use the energy of the spirit. If I absolutely had to, how I could do this, because it would sound damn near impossible because of the, the, how much energy it takes to get through an ayahuasca ceremony. That's why you're supposed to eat a certain way. And then I took the second cup and continued to do my songs. And then I was cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. When I say cleaning, I mean purging, but I didn't have it takes a lot of energy to purge. So I ran out of energy quick. So about, uh, it was right after the second cup, I couldn't throw up anymore. Uh, my vessel had no strength to throw up. So it comes out the other end. Um, yeah. So I was purging out the other end, cleaning, 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 cleaning out the other end. Um, not on the balcony. I went to the toilet, but it was just so much. Um, and let me back up for a second. It's important to explain that I'm going to try and think of how to word this. Humanity right now has a lot of difficulties. There's a lot of evil. There's a lot of negativity that has to be transmuted. It has to be. God has to have it transmuted in some way. The people that are doing these work and ceremonies are transmuting once they clean themselves and heal their trauma they're cleaning for humanity. They're cleaning for other people. The shamans are first cleaning for people in ceremony. But what? Yeah, yeah. And you can, in ceremony, you'll see how we're all one and how we're all connected, you know? In our ceremonies, when we assist with them, we've had to purge for people after we've cleaned ourselves. So yep. it's a real thing. So ayahuasca had me purging literally for humanity. Um, it was literally cleaning the collective. So I was constantly just out there by myself trying my every ounce that I could find within me to continue to try singing, to continue to push through and continue purging and purging out the other end because my body had no strength to throw up anymore. Um, but I kept purging constantly to the point, I know this is a little graphic, but I had a little little bleeding uh, because it was just so intense and it was constantly going, but I knew it was my path. I knew I was supposed to continue this. And I will say one of the hardest moments of my entire life was finding the willpower to take a full third cup after seven hours of purging with no energy, staying out there, continuing to sing. This is the deepest initiation I could ever imagine. I, it really is. And, but I knew the spirit was with me. I knew ayahuasca was with me. The jungle looked beautiful from the balcony. And I knew there were animals out there. And I just felt that. And I knew I just had to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I sat there and I, it took me a minute to sit up and look at it. It took me by about 40 minutes. Then I poured the cup 
And it took me another hour before I actually took it. I just kept looking at it and I knew, I knew how difficult it was going to be, but then I just blessed it and took the third cup and then it started again. And then I just kept cleaning, cleaning. I felt energies coming into me, coming into me. And I felt, cause when I feel the energies come into me, it's a little shudder. I feel a little shudder and I can feel the energy coming in and I continue to clean and clean and clean and clean. Um, until finally I was done that I got through the three cups and I was absolutely exhausted and I crawled up to the bed and kind of fell asleep. But you know, I didn't fall asleep at first. The spirit started working with me. My hands started twitching and I could feel it moving my arms around. I could hear songs in my head with the music of the Icaros. It was ab- absolutely beautiful. And it was worth every, every moment of pain, every moment of exhaustion. It was worth it. I remember Megan came up to a, try and talk to me just a little that night and to ask if everything was okay. And all I could say was, yes, but go, just go lay back down. And she understood. She understood. She is the definition of a warrior queen. She really is in so many ways. And this trip brought us even stronger together, but also brought us stronger on our spiritual path because this was a deep initiation to do the work we're supposed to be doing for the world for humanity. This medicine is a holy medicine that will heal at the deepest levels. And this initiation was for deep levels of permission with the medicine and the masters of the masters to work with the medicine. So now, so after that third night, yeah, now we're able to serve the medicine. So after that, that night we went back to the house. Um, I could eat. So I was very grateful for that. Um, and I sat outside the house and I worked with the medicine again. She was more gentle this night. I had a little purging I had to do, but I did uh, a little over a cup and I could tell that was fine. I didn't feel any need to do any more. And then we had the third and final night, the final ayahuasca, my seventh night in a row it was my fifth and night. Megan's fifth it night. My 18th ayahuasca ceremony and David's 22nd ayahuasca yep. ceremony. And man, I thought the intensity was done. Nope, not for nope, either of us. Not for either of us. This last night, we went back to Taita Andreas's place. And that is the guy that was able to pull the demonic witch out of me. Yep. So this last night of this deep initiation into this medicine, into this world, Taita Andreas gets the medicine. He comes up to me and he says, tonight you work. He says, she is great now. So you focus on you and tonight you're going to work. And I was like, Oh my but gosh, I what still that went through and it. Megan went through it too. So this night was about a deep healing for the, we were so clean. We were so clean. We were so exactly where we needed to be spiritually. So energetically clean. It was time to work for the collective. That's what that was. That's what all of that was that last night. This last night was, I know I keep saying the most intense, but, but I'm trying to explain there were three most intense nights in my life, but they got, increasingly more intense. So the final most intense night of my entire life was that last ceremony to this day. It was that last ceremony. I was so... You want to explain your experience first? I was just really physically sick, like so nauseous, like purging a lot, purging a lot, just very, you know, just it's just uncomfortable feeling, but but it it wasn't as bad intense as the jungle was, but it was still not great. It definitely wasn't great. Yep. Um... But this was the big one for me. This was the big this was the biggest greatest test. This was the biggest greatest difficulty ever in my life. Um I took the medicine. What 
Well, oh. I was going to say, remember, you really didn't get worse until, like, so we took the medicine, I went through it, yep. and then, like, we started singing, like, the medicine songs, even the shakers, like, all the things, and we were smiling, feeling joyful, having yeah. fun, and then all of a sudden, he's like, we're thinking ceremony, we're, like, we're going to be wrapping up ceremony. Yeah, soon. we've already had our second cup. And, and it's I, been a long and, time. And it's funny, I was like, for a second one, or I know, a third one, I was like, oh, it's not so bad. I was like, oh, maybe this isn't going to be too bad. I'm through the second cup, I purged for sure, but we're singing... Like, yeah, if we're singing along and everything, like, and then all of a sudden, he's like, he's like, no, he said, we're taking another cup. Remember? Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. And that is what did it. And he said, oh, it's going to be, again, liar. It's just going to be for connection. And I, of course, I got super sick again. <laughs> but then David, I was, but I was not so bad that I couldn't be there for David. Yeah. This was my greatest test. I've always, this was my most humbling moment too, because I've always, I guess you can say prided myself on my strength, especially in ceremony. I'm able to be very strong in ceremony. I'm able to transmute so much in ceremony. Um, God's blessed me with a very strong vessel, a very strong mind, and a very, very strong spirit. So I've always joked about being invincible. I'm like, I got this. And um, she showed me my limit, my actual limit of my entire being. After I took that third cup, I felt all of this energy start to come into me, like, dark energy like dark like demonic bad energy i felt it all coming into me coming into me obviously now i know it's you're pulling from the collective so you can transmute it so you can purge it because it, it needs to be transmuted a big part of how this world how this new earth is going to heal is by transmuting these energies they have to be transmuted people have to do their own healing work you got to heal that and then you can help others heal people can heal themselves but you got to transmute these energies that are out there so i felt all this dark coming in and i was purging and purging the best i could purging the best i could both ends like cleaning 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 pulling so much of it so much of it until it got so intense and so much was coming into me i couldn't and i felt my stomach i felt stuff moving in my stomach so i knew there was stuff in there that um, ayahuasca was utilizing my vessel to help purge, but I couldn't. I was like so frustrated because I couldn't purge. I couldn't do anything. I mean, I was bleeding out of one end. My throat was completely raw, and I just doing everything I could to purge, um, to purge this energy, and I couldn't do it. And I started to shake, and I was like, oh my gosh. I, I, I didn't know what to do because I was just completely out. After at that point, that seventh ceremony, everything I'd been through, I had nothing left at all. And then I felt a oh no yeah you have to talk about yeah then I then I collapsed like into Megan's arms I collapsed in ceremony into her arms and Deanna sang this most beautiful her voice y'all best voice I've ever heard in my entire life entire world most beautiful song Uh, I was like it's like I heard an angel singing and the vibration of that did something to allow me to release since I couldn't physically. So energy has to be transmuted in some way, whether it's like out the other end or purging since I couldn't do either. Both of my, my vessel was just completely used up and all the transmuting. I started sobbing. I was able to sob. So God allowed me to transmute all that dark energy that I was transmuting through tears. And I just sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. And I told Megan, I'm trying to be, as, <clears throat> I was trying to be as strong as I could. I just let go. I just surrendered and just started sobbing right into her arms and it transmuted everything through tears. So utilizing tears to transmute all of that, transmute, transmute, transmute. And that was the finale. That was it. I just, I had nothing left. I just laid there while she was holding me and 
that was my limit. I actually, for the first time in my life, found my full limit of my vessel, what I had. And then the ceremony lifted. And she was like, okay, you guys did it. And I came to, and then it was the most beautiful, it was the most beautiful, I've never felt felt more peaceful, euphoric, I've never felt so peaceful, so euphoric, so aligned with God and knowing, deeply knowing the deepest part of me, what, not only who I am, but what my path is, what our path is, what Megan and I's path is here on this earth, what we're supposed to be doing, the healing work we're supposed to be doing, and that it's very much a sacrifice. You know, one of the things I learned in cer- a few ceremonies ago is sacrifice means sacred duty. And that's very much what my life is. And I've never been more grateful for that. But it's it's a sacrifice to help heal humanity, to go through that, to utilize your vessel, to transmute these energies and help others heal and help the collective heal and um, bring the vibration higher. And I've never, we've never felt so aligned with God, so peaceful, so loving, everything. And it was perfect. Everything was just perfect. Mary and Danilo came at the very end. They weren't in that ceremony. Yeah, they actually weren't in that one. They weren't in that one. So they came at the end. We all went to eat. It was so oh, and amazing. Mary hadn't been there because she was been planning her wedding. So she got there at the end and she couldn't believe how different I looked. Because oh, yeah. Going back to that demonic witch, yep. I had like bags and like lumps like under my eyes. And y'all literally, when she was banished, they were gone. I looked, my face was going. I looked way younger. Yep. Yep. Completely younger. Yeah. 22, 22. Mm-hmm. Um... And it was just a, 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 a celebration, you yeah, know? It was. it was awesome. It was. And then, like, we rested the whole next day. Oh, yeah. But then, the, oh, but that's when you left. To, I was starving. Oh, my God. I was starving, you guys. So one of the uh, one of the visions I had was me uh, and Megan, uh, like, getting our marriage blessed or renewing our vows or something like that on uh, the 1212 portal. And that's when Mary and Danilo were getting married. I knew I wanted to do something really special. And I didn't know that. Megan had no idea. So me and Robert went out to uh, find, I wanted to find a emerald ring for her because the Colombian color is emerald. The stone is emerald, and um, it's also really good, as Mary said, for spiritual protection and grounding. But it's the Colombian stone, and we've been there. It was such the most transformative, beautiful experience ever. I was a different person. So I wanted to get her a teardrop uh, emerald ring, and then basically repropose at the twelve twelve uh, on the twelve twelve date that portal and catch it and have Mary and Danilo um, and bless our marriage. And you know what's so? Crazy. And she had no idea. No, but you know what? Ah, oh, we should have backed up. It's okay. I do want to, before yes, we tell you anything of this, I do, yeah, I do want to mention the dress. So, God orchestrates everything. Yeah, I ordered this gold dress that was amazing, but I also ordered this green dress, but it's like a backup, but it was just not what I wanted to wear. And I pay, even paid for my gold dress to be overnighted, and y'all, it didn't come. And so I had to wear that green dress, and it was emerald green. But what I also <laughs> want to say is, the day of this twelve twelve portal, the day of their wedding, that night before, in the middle of the night, so the medicine can activate in you later. Mm. Like, like I, I feel like after like three months, I don't even know how, what the date is, but she, that spirit can activate and it can it can work in you. And that night, it started. I started having like these ayahuasca flashback dreams, and it was a horrible trauma that I had to relive, and where I was betrayed, and um, I had to relive it. And I woke up sweating, really distraught, because they feel very real, these ayahuasca flashback dreams. Very real. And then I went back to sleep and picked up and started dreaming it again. Woke up again, very distraught, like very distraught. And then you guys went back to sleep and dreamt it for a third time. So I woke up in a complete mess. 
And I was feeling the medicine, like, physically in my body as well. Like, it's just that feeling. You know what it feels like when you're in the medicine. And it's happened to me before. You know, it's happened a few times um, where she can activate, which is a good thing. It's working in me, and it's helping me process. Release the betrayal of someone most recently. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I, I had David, I asked him to guide me through some breath work. I did meditation, I was doing all the things, but I was still very ungrounded and just, just kind of like a, ugh, just panicky feeling, you know, a little bit. And, um, throughout the day it got more intense. I started having like the feeling like, like the nausea with the ayahuasca, like I was going to purge and, um, and I wasn't able to vomit, but I was able to start like just burping a lot and it, it released. I was able to even purge that way and it helped so much. And then I was able to purge through tears and I was able to process all that. But the crazy thing is it's such an intelligence behind it because we're going to their wedding at this point. It's time to go to their wedding. And I'm still feeling the medicine. I'm still feeling just a little bit of anxiety, like a little bit of like nausea. and just feeling like I'm on ayahuasca, you know. And she literally finished working on me like the minute before Mary walked down the aisle. And I was able to enjoy, you know, my evening. Yep, yep. Um, so I got the ring for her. And she had no idea. And then we went through Mary and Daniel's wedding was so beautiful, it was so cool, it was small, intimate, loving Colombian celebration. Um, and then right at the end of it, I told Mary and Daniel about this. I like reproposed to Megan on the twelve twelve portal, and we went under the altar at the end. And Mary and Daniel blessed our wedding. Uh, Taita Andre, our, our marriage. I'm sorry, uh, blessed our marriage. Uh, Taita Andreas blessed our marriage. He was there. Uh, all of the most special people were there yeah, in our little awesome. group. It was absolutely beautiful. And now we're going to get, um, we're going to renew our vows or get remarried. With Matt, yeah, with, we're, yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to have a ceremony, doing an ayahuasca ceremony in the jungle we're gonna in the Amazon. 12 the 12. Uh, Taito so next year, twelve twelve under Taito William, have, we're going to do a, like I said, have like big, it's going to be an ayahuasca and, ceremony thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, uh, so, so now at, to my, uh, Original wedding ring, I'm going to have, also additionally, we're going to just get me, because I love my original ring too, it's beautiful, I'm going to wear both, but um, it's going to be a green emerald band, and then when we go to the jungle, um, we're going to add to it, and it's going to be a a golden ruby. Yep. Um, And that was it. We were able, officially now, um, given permission to serve the medicine, and from the medicine and from the grandmaster, the master shamans. Um, what? Should we bring Brad back with us? No. I don't know what you're saying. Should we bring Brad back with us? Oh. So we are really looking forward to bringing this medicine to who needs it, and uh, we have five beautiful, beautiful retreats lined up this year internationally, and we're doing a lot of incredible work around Austin and we're too. Already lining up 2023. Yep, already lining up 2023 with Croatia. But we've got, but let's Italy. focus on 2022. Yep. Yeah, um, so now then, but... now uh, but of course, of course at these retreats we're going to have the master shaman Danilo. We also invited Taita Andreas. Guy that was able to pull that demonic yep. witch He's going to be at our retreat. There. He's going to be in our Belize retreat. Yeah. Um, these are, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, these are the most powerful shamans in the world. They, they really are. And the energy they work with is so holy and divine. I couldn't be more grateful to be able to train under them and work with them. And now we can serve the medicine too. So we've been working on our songs. I've been working on my songs. Uh, we're going to be learning Spanish. I'm doing guitar and singing lessons with Danilo. Megan's getting a handband. we got all kinds of cool stuff coming to make these uh, retreats and ceremonies as uh, special as they can possibly be and as healing as they can be. 
So that was the full jungle experience. I can't be more. I couldn't be more grateful for it. We have both just completely transformed from I'm it. I'm a different person. Yeah, I am very different. I am different. A hundred. Hundred percent. Yeah. And David and I are better than ever, and Matricool is better than ever. Now it's yeah. Now it is. It really. All is. blockages that there that were remaining are gone. Uh, people that are not in alignment for our highest good gone. Yep. Um, it all happens exactly how yeah, it should. Yeah. And God is making everything perfect. That's right. God is making everything perfect as always. Um, my favorite affirmation. <laughs> And now we have the divine team that we were always supposed to have too. We're just oh yeah, we have uh, we uh, updated our website. We got a whole redesign. It's got all of our updated, amazing masters of what they do on there. Um, check it out. It's got all of our uh, our retreats, the Greece, the Ecuador, El Salvador, the Belize one that happens everywhere year. That's amazing. Even the Austin Mexico, events. Yep. Yeah, local like New Braunfels area. Yeah, we have a uh, infrared sauna, a ice bath, and a hot tub that's coming in to uh, that is uh, coming in. So we're going to be doing really powerful weekly events too like in Austin based breath work, based. Breath, work yeah, breath work, ice bath, infrared we'll sauna, serve meditation, my Magical's yummy juices, yep. and our maple butters and our cashew queso. All deeply healing, fine body and spirit. So go to magical.com, check out the new website redesign and all the events coming up. We'd love to hear from you. And thanks for tuning in and tagging along. This was the most transformed experience of our life. We're going 100%. To be... Yep, yep, yep. And uh, this ayahuasca Those medicine Those of you is... that know me that have not seen me since, you will see the yep, change. That's you will right. see the difference. You will see the 150%. difference. 150%. you will feel the difference and you will know the difference in me. So we are beyond grateful for our teachers, for the ayahuasca for medicine. medicine. Oh, the ayahuasca yes, medicine. specifically mm. the shamans that we have been so divinely yep. guided to and that are now a part of the magical family. That's right. And assisting in truly healing the world. That's right. Thank it you all for tuning in. We love you all so, so much. Um, anyone that needs any kind of inspiration of healing on the deepest levels or in interested in this kind of work or medicine, please forward this along to them. And we love you all. Have a wonderful rest of your day and happy healing. Happy healing.